If we want to defeat capitalism, we are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Right, right uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point um, of personal privilege. Yes. Um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's, we're all fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. Okay, is there a speaker against name, point chapter, pronoun? Point of personal privilege. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. Okay. If we okay, well, everybody, welcome to the dark, dark future. 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 I warned you. I warned you. We're here. It's happening. You're watching it. This, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, is the Democratic Socialists of America National Convention 2019. And all of the weird little different kinds of language, all the weird triggerings and privileges and gendered language, all of these memes you thought only existed on Twitter, they're in real life now, okay? And it's not going away. No, no, it's only going to get worse. That's the dark future. So I thought tonight, I thought tonight we could try to survive, survive. this dark future, try to survive the Democratic Socialists of America convention. But we're going to do things a little bit differently. Normally, when we do the surviving episodes, what I do is I give myself three pauses. And on the third pause, if I have to pause it three times, we just stop the show. It doesn't even matter how deep into the show we are. The show just ends. It's over. Okay? That is what we normally do. But this future <laughs> is so dark. This event is so cringe that we can't do it that way. I'm going to be pausing it a million times. So we're going to do things just a little bit differently tonight. And I'll tell you how. In just a second, you're probably not going to like it. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pot Off. Pot Off the TV. Oh, y'all is doing it right. Pot Off will fuck you, faggot. Hot boy. You scam artist, douchebag. You're the worst. Motherfucker. Just give up. You fucking little piece of shit. You're crazy. Fucking dweeb. Faggot. Jackass. Pot Off will fuck you. You know what? You're not funny. I want to really kick your ass. My mom doesn't like it when I mention Pot Awful anymore. What's up, guys? Jesse P.S., your host. You can friend me on Facebook. Just try to find me. I've got a million names on Facebook. I'm constantly being banned. Good luck. Or you can join our Facebook cult over at podawful.com slash cult. That's going to be the easiest way to find me. I'm always in there. I'm always posting under my current name in there. So find me over in the Facebook cult, podawful.com slash cult. So here's how it's going to work tonight. Uh, I thought the show was over, says Harry Henderson. No, we just have streaming issues. OBS, the thing we use to stream, it's been giving us problems for weeks. You should already know this. We had three good days with it. Now it's back to having the problems again. It's not my computer. It's not the internet. It's not YouTube. I don't need tech support on it. It's just a piece of shit. It's just something we have to deal with. If the stream goes down, give it a minute. We'll be back. 
That's it. That's the best I can do because that's part of the dark future. Part of the dark future is that technology just keeps getting worse and we just keep letting it. I've been doing this show for 10 years. We were watching an episode of the show from 2013 the other night and I had five cameras going, switching between five cameras, two mics, five cameras, live streaming, chat room, video going, audio going, all this stuff. No problems. No problems back in 2013. 2019, six years later, we can't handle it anymore. And I wonder, I wonder if that might be because Silicon Valley started deciding that the more important thing to do when hiring people is to make sure that they've got the right set of brain and genitals, the right set of combination there, and the right color skin rather than the credentials to make sure this shit fucking works. I don't know, call me crazy. It's just, but back when they weren't hiring because you're trans, shit used to work. I don't know. That's the only difference. I'm not, I don't hate trans people. I just hate their shitty work when it comes to running the internet and technology now. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much, all you Harvard, Harvard grads, grads who have now been accepted into your new Silicon Valley jobs because you had the right type of braids for that interview. Thank you. I'm so glad that this uh, $5,000 computer I've got was worth it. Thank you so much. We're going to be looking into that exact type of world here with the Democratic Socialists of America. You might not even know who that is, what that is. We're not a political show here. I'm not into politics. I even saw people in the chat room saying, oh, I normally I would hate this sort of thing. Me too, man. That's why we don't normally do it. This is something different. Forget the politics part of it. I mean, obviously, they're retarded for being socialists. I mean, if you haven't figured it out yet that that shit don't work, then you're retarded. These guys are dumb on a whole new level. This is dark future level shit. I've been telling you guys for years now that we're coming to this crossroads, this strange crossroads between this weird sickness in humanity and technology, and they're going to combine in this way that is going to fuck up the real world. And it's funny and fine when it's on the internet, but the second it clashes into IRL, we've got a problem. Well, here it is, IRL, all the lingo, all the words that your grandma ain't ever going to have to learn, bless her heart. Thank God she's going to die before these people are in charge. And they're going to be in charge. Despite the fact that socialism will never, ever take hold or work, these people are in charge of you right now. So keep that in mind, because they are the technocrats of our society right now. The, the real, you want to look at the real people in charge, it's the Zoikelbergs out there, okay? So these people are in charge, and fucking thank your lucky stars, your grandma's going to die too early for that to affect her life. Thank your lucky stars, your parents aren't going to figure all this shit out before they're coughing it up in a casket somewhere. So we are the ones, we're the vanguard of this horrific situation, and we are going to have to deal with it. And I thought it would be nice to take a look at what our dark present holds for us. 
So we're going to watch some of the convention. There's a million different streams from it. I've just picked one at random. I might even skip over to another one. I will be pausing it. I will be commenting over it. Instead, what we're going to do tonight is I'll check in with the chat room from time to time. And if you want it to stop, if you want to get off of Mr. Bone's wild ride, you're going to have to beg. <laughs> okay? That's how you're surviving tonight. I have to survive this stuff all the time. My job is watching this stuff. In fact, I've already watched most of this stream. I've already survived it. Instead, it's not me surviving it. I'm prepping emphasis on the prep. prep, 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 prep. I'm prepping you for your new dark reality, your new dark present on this. And I understand if you can't take it, you know, I get it. This is me running you through the G-forces trying to figure out if you're going to be an astronaut or not, okay? I'm just trying to help you out here. If you want off of the wild ride, you're going to have to beg. That's how it's going to work tonight, okay? And if, if somebody comes up with a good enough beg, if somebody actually gives a good reason for why they don't want me to continue this video, I will stop it, even if we're only five minutes in. But you're going to have to persuade me on this. And trust me, you don't want to watch this whole thing because not only is it filled with the type of cringe that you're already prepared for, but it's also just parliamentary bullshit. This is, th these are people trying to figure out the rules of their impossible-to-rule society. Remember, every single word and thing to these people is a landmine, and they're waiting for you to step on it. So how do you govern something like that? You're about to fucking find out. Here's Resolutions in Debate 3, DSA 2019 National Convention, straight from their YouTube channel. Thanks, JP. I have one other announcement, which oh. is, um, so just to clarify again, um, we're going to take speakers for and speakers against over on this side, and then we have a third mic um, for points of information, points of privilege, points of order. And we've made one addition. Um, Graham, can you wave at everybody so people... Points of privilege. Now, I don't know, is this like a normal thing in a meeting that there's something called points of privilege? Or is this something they are doing because... Privilege. privilege. I love this, by the way. So it's a big, fat woman leading the way here. Just this big, fat tub of grease. And of course, it's a white lady. Because as much as they like to talk about representation and stuff, their, own, their sole focus is white men, old white men, who, by the way, there is an old white man sitting right next to her telling her what to do. So, like, these guys are so fucking full of it, so stupid, they don't even see their own bullshit. But these white women are always the ones in charge of this stuff. So you're going to be hearing a lot of the, our, our wannabe future leaders of America, our socialist leaders of America. It's going to be a lot of this voice. Imagine your president coming out and saying, okay, guys... Can we just... can see you. That's Graham from the Resolutions and Amendments Committee. He's really, really nice, guys. And if you want to make a motion or you want to do something and you're not sure how to do it procedurally, we're going to just keep Graham over there and you can go to him and you can say, this is my intent. How do I do this? And he... Hi, I'm Graham. ...will help you make the motion that you need to make. So if you need help, 
with a rules question um, from the floor, go to Graham. She has cankles okay. on her wrists. I'm going to give people another second chat. or two um, to be seated um, before we get started. So here it is. Here's um, the losers as, gathering. Um, as with everything else today, we're going to be picking up where we left off in our agenda. Before, before the. And you hear that? Did you hear okay. that voice just then? Also, that was a guy, a white male, whispering to her, like, well, before we do this. So it ain't her in charge, even. She's just, like, the figurehead of this thing, I guess, for, for this stream. They had an Asian girl up. I mean, if there is anything more privileged than a white woman in America, it's an Asian woman in America, for fuck's sake. And the two people leading the charge on all the streams I watched are a white woman and an Asian woman. But they don't get it. They will never see that. They're too focused on the white man as if the guys who invented socialism weren't w white, white males. I mean, to them, they're white males. You guys know what I mean. So, uh, we just found a cell phone. If, if you search your pockets right now and you don't have yours, it might be at the registration oh, table. Shit. And you know 50 people ran to that table and go, oh, that's my cell phone. What kind is it? Uh, an iPhone X that my dad bought me? Yeah, that's what this looks like. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> Heavy breathing. And as soon as everyone's seated, I, I would like to uh, recognize a comrade who's at the uh, information we're recognizing comrades. Points of information, points of order. They Mike. literally do call each other comrade. It is sick. But I'll, I'll give you all one more minute. <sighs> Imagine okay, the ahead, smell of this room. I'd like to bring forward a motion to reconsider the consent agenda and remove resolution 53 in order to hear, con so we all can hear concerns from a black comrade and a former sex worker about some of the language and make an amendment. Wow. We'd like to be able to read a statement before everyone is able to vote. Wow. Okay, so there has been... I mean, starting off strong. So he wants to cancel what they're doing so they can instead listen to a black sex worker. Very cool. And a motion to reconsider an item in the consent agenda. I'm just going to pull up the consent agenda to make sure that I have the right number. The consent agenda. Her little sausage fingers rubbing the podium disturbs me. A black coworker. Okay, there has been a motion to reconsider Resolution 53, pro-criminalization of sex work that was uh, adopted in the consent agenda. Is there a second for the motion? Please, Point again, no, no hissing. This is comradely debate. <laughs> okay, the motion has been made and properly seconded. Guys, please be comradely. Uh, speaker get to motivate? Okay, and so the comrade who has made the motion has the opportunity to uh, give a rationale Listen for why. Listen to this stupid LARP. My name is JJ, pronouns she, her, out of DS Honolulu, and I'm pronouns going to share she, a statement. Her. So everybody who goes up to Mike has to give their pronouns, and they have to do it. It's in the rules. I heard at one point them say, remind somebody, uh, please give your pronouns. And they're like, oh, sorry, they, them. <laughs> oh, sorry, sir, Caesar, Gerberg. This is really happening and they're not this seems like an snl sketch right this seems like a joke 
This is real life now, okay? They are 100% serious. There is no irony going on here, no detachment. Based off of my experience in the sex trade. In the sex trade. So she was a sex slave or something, something very, you know, this is like the Malala of sex workers. Let's hear her out. I'm sure this is going to be good. Remember when I first considered sex work? A lot of the white girls... Wait, considered it? You weren't kidnapped into it? A pimp didn't force you? You considered it. You wanted to be a part of it. Okay, so you're just a... You're just a prostitute. You're just a whore. And you had sugar daddies and me not being fully aware to how to navigate this world as a black feminized body thought that I could be like them. Holy crap. So she knows white girls who have sugar daddies, but as a black feminized body... She thought she could be like them. Turns out, uh uh-uh, sister. Blacks don't get (laughs) sugar daddies. They get uh, uh, sugar baby daddies. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll be here all week. (laughs) Yes, I want to bring, I want to address the concerns of black sex workers um, when it comes to the consent agenda. Uh, that is passed. Yes, um, I have noticed that we only get sugar baby daddies. I remember hearing all the dates they went on and the expensive things their daddies bought them. I remember deciding their to give it a shot. Because- it, and by the way, a room full of these people complaining about what their daddies bought them. There, you got to remember, there's two daddies at play here. Every single woman in this room has two daddies, a sugar daddy, and then her actual dad who's paying her fucking rent. There ain't a single person here with a job, and there's not a single person here who isn't being completely paid for to live in Brooklyn or whatever bullshit place they live in by their parents. Because I was pretty and young and could use the extra cash. I wish we could see this person. I guarantee they're not pretty. I met with an older straight white man, the demographic of sugar daddies in Dallas, through a supposedly secure site with verified members. Oh, a supposedly secure site. For whores! Your job is illegal, you retard. You have no complaint. Super safe, right? We went on a few dates, and he paid for dinners and shows. I remember feeling safe enough to go back to his place. I remember stripping and preparing to sell my body to him, then realizing that I didn't actually want to do this. I remember the moment he slapped me so hard that my face burned and my eyes filled with tears. I was extremely caught off guard. That's literally what I I remember him choking me, and as he asked me if I wanted to play slave to his slave master. Hell yeah, that would have been a good thing. I remember agreeing because my breathing was restricted, and I was terrified that he would hit me again. Boom! He did. Yeah. I remember him slapping me again and forcing me to tell him that I liked it. Shit. I remember he dropped me off with an envelope of $200 in cash. That was how much the dehumanization of my black feminized body cost in 2014. Uh, by the way, $200? That's like $100 more than you earned for that sesh. I mean, what do you think? You're nude as the sex trade? <laughs> you're black, so you're, I mean... This isn't my opinion. This is usually you pay a little less for a black prostitute. I mean, if you've ever been on any dating site, you know what the prices are on Tinder and all that because there's whores all over Tinder and they have their little coded language and it tells you, you want the the full GFE? That's the girlfriend experience. It's a hundred roses. 
a hundred. I mean, that's a hundred dollars. So two hundred dollars. You got double the GFE. You didn't even go Greek. I remember crying in the shower, blocking his number, and never logging back onto that website. I'm never talking to you again, man who paid me for sex. (laughs) It may have been my choice to meet him, but I didn't choose to experience racialized sexual violence and dehumanization. And you're a socialist. How much tax did you pay um, on that? Did you actually pay your taxes on that $200? You're a socialist. That's got to go to everybody. I assume you would. What the colonized need isn't a choice handed by colonizers, but the dismantling of the system of commodifying human bodies. Thank you. Oh, okay. So you are now against sex trade because of colonizers and slavery. Now you figured it out. Okay, yeah. Thank you, comrade, for your brave words. So just to be very clear about what motion is on the floor now, there's been a motion to reconsider uh, Resolution 53. Uh, This motion uh, can pass with a simple majority. So if you uh, would like to reconsider um, this item, if you vote in the affirmative, essentially, we will then, uh, if the convention adopts this motion, we would then move to debate in full Resolution 53. I have a parliamentary inquiry. Um, Did the comrade who made that motion vote? uh, Ah, the voice of clearly a she, her. Yes on the consent agenda? Uh, my understanding is yes. Okay. On the consent agenda? Okay, so the... There's going to be a lot of voices like that, by the way. A whole lot of them. Motion that's before you now is uh, whether we should reconsider Resolution 53. All those in favor, please if, raise uh, your voting points. Point of information, just again, parliamentary inquiry. What happens to the remainder of the consent agenda if this is reconsidered? So my understanding is that we would, by if you uh, vote in favor of this um, uh, motion, uh, it would only pull out and take up Resolution 53. Okay, pull out is kind of triggering for me as a sex worker. Uh, Everything else that was adopted in the consent agenda would remain in the consent agenda, which was otherwise adopted. Okay. I'm sorry, I have another parliament. Okay, sorry, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's me, Caitlin, again. Inquiry. Uh, is it all, okay, I'd like to pass a motion that it's okay for me to run over people with my car and kill them. Okay. Um, is this motion to deba- uh, debatable? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so I'd like to speak against this. Okay, and so to be clear, um, you would be speaking against the motion to reconsider. Go ahead. Yep, that's correct. Um, everything was on the consent agenda because consent agenda because it was overwhelmingly popular. Um, We're crunched for time. Uh, All of these motions are overwhelmingly popular, or all the resolutions are, and we shouldn't revisit them. Thanks. Thanks a lot. We've now had a speaker for and a speaker against. Is there another point of of order? Hold on, please don't interrupt me. Sorry about that. Is there a point of information? I believe that we voted yesterday to suspend the rules to adopt... Jesus Christ, do they all have a lisp? Is this a LISP convention? I mean, fucking hell, man. ...consent agenda in full and not allow things to be taken off the consent agenda. The consent agenda! Oh, my God. Everybody's face at this convention must be covered in spit. Isn't that what... Suffering! Fuck it, Dash! We gotta make America socialist! We voted on yesterday. Once uh, we suspended the rules only for time certain to make that decision... Yeah, socialist season... <laughs> decision afterwards the, <laughs> the rules go back into effect and my understanding is that the purpose of a consent agenda 
cool if I'm thieving fire! And, uh, um... Ugh, you're deaf. Is to be uh, something that has broad consensus. So, as I understand it, it's very much in order um, for someone who uh, voted uh, to adopt the consent. <laughs> Donkey Lips will be the next speaker. I think that's who's at the podium. Hey, everybody, it's me, Donkey Lips. Agenda, but then found additional information that would have influenced their choice after the fact to take up that question again. Well, in that case, I would like to speak against the motion. Okay, so <laughs> oh we've had a speaker God. for and against. Is there an- another person to speak for uh, the motion to reconsider? Yeah. And just to clarify, I'll, I'll let you speak from there, but just again, this is the, um, the mic for speakers in favor. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to let the comrade who's up here now speak in favor. Marina, uh, the Austin chapter, she, her pronouns. She, her pronouns. Thanks, Marina. All right, keep an eye on Marina, by the way, because I think those pronouns change. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with the manner. She's the one on the left. She's the one at the left microphone in the uh, gray shirt and black slacks. Which we're proceeding here because we just had a a comrade come and share uh, trauma and violence um, with us, and I think that... (sighs) I mean, like, that's really triggering for a lot of folks. Um, and talking about procedural shit is kind of fucked up. <laughs> um, like, I don't know if we should, like, fucking pass this bill. Because it's, like, totally, like, fucked up and shit, yo. So, like, um, anyway, I'm glad we've all decided to have a socialist government. But, like... Did we even think about, like, the fucking, like, vibes first or anything? Because... Um, I, I feel like we at least owe it to this, to this person and to the complexity of person. this issue, perhaps, to, to be person. willing to take a step back and check uh, the privileges that we have had if we haven't had any intimacy with this industry. I mean, a lot of us voted without any perspective. Oh, I had some intimacy with this industry. Yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah, I've been paying some bitches to get choked out, for real. I got some intimacy. Y'all mind if I make my vote right now? I vote yes on Prop 69. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I generally want to be in solidarity with, with sex workers, you know, and so like... Oh, of course, yeah, generally I would like to be in solidarity with sex workers. I mean, that's the only thing that makes sense. A woman's just selling her body for, uh, for cash. I mean, of course, I gotta be in solidarity with that. We're not slut shamers, are we? You can't imply that they're sluts by shaming them. I was like, hell yeah, you know, like... Oh. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> this is, I mean, Matt, you know, Marx, Lenin, Stalin, all the great socialists, they all were saying stuff like this. Hell yeah. Pro-decriminalization, and so if there's another perspective, I think we should at least Trotsky-esque right now. Um, I wasn't recognizing that maybe there could be some, you know, some more nuance to it, and, and I think that we at least owe our comrade that much. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. All right. And uh, by the way, word, y'all. And you'll notice they, they literally are doing jazz hands in the audience because clapping would be too triggering. Here's a guy doing it right here. A speaker against the motion. Jazz hands. Hi, my name is Alexandra Walling. I'm from... Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> New York City DSA. No. Former- They're all from New York City DSA. That's not true. There's actually a bunch of people from other places. But their biggest chapter only has 5,000 members, and it's, of course, the Brooklyn, New York City chapter of the DSA. It's all, ugh. These are the people I'm surrounded with. This is why I have to leave New York City. A sex worker. I entered the sex trade at the age of 18. Your ass 
was no fucking sex worker. You gotta be kidding me. This girl is 300 pounds if she's a mile. She's got a lisp. She's ugly as sin. I'm not sure she's a she. I didn't, what were her pronouns again? Because my minimum wage job was not enough for me to afford rent at the time and get out of my abusive living situation. Bitch, if you got a minimum wage job, maybe your ass shouldn't be in New York fucking city. One of the most expensive places to live. And don't tell me, do not tell me, your white ass didn't have mom and dad backing you up. Don't you fucking tell me that. I am so sick of this shit. I've been asked your parents ain't divorced I guarantee it by the Red Canary Collective a collective of migrant mostly Asian American sex workers in Flushing Queens what how do I get to know hang on where do I find the Red Canary Collective hang on a second read aloud from a statement they have put out calling on this convention to uh, vote in favor of resolution 53 resolution 53 from Thai and Cambodian garment workers who turn to the sex industry because of the exploitative conditions of garment factories, to the nail salon workers and restaurant workers in Flushing, Queens. Well, I thought they were sex workers. Now you're talking about garment makers and nail technicians. Yeah, we know what a- typical Asian jobs are. And by the way, shouldn't the Asians have figured out the socialism thing ain't working? Isn't that why they came here? who turned to massage parlor work because of the low-paid and bodily extractive labor of nail salons and restaurants. Most people who choose to work in the sex industry... Of the women working in the laundromats to the ones working in the back of number one Hunan Szechuan Surprise are doing so in order to escape more punitive, low-paid work. From the girls who walk on your back... To the <laughs> may have stricter schedules prohibitive to people with disabilities, mothers, and students, and many people who are primary caretakers for their families. Yet these rescue raids, which target the most vulnerable of sex workers, often force them back into factory garment into garment factories and other low-paid work as a way to rehabilitate workers. And I am so fucking sick of hearing these fem cells talk. That's what these are, by the way. These women, the women at this thing, this, these feminists, they're all fem cells. They're incels too. They just, they don't talk about it. And she's pretending to have been a sex worker, so you think she's not a virgin. Ain't nobody slept with this bitch. Ain't no, even, I don't know if even a black guy would do it. I gotta be honest. I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. And serving global capital. All right, you know what? We're going to stop it there for a second. Here's what we're going to do. We're 30 minutes in. Let's check with the chat room and see what you guys have to say. There's a little bit of a delay, so I'll give you a second. Does anybody? We're going to a motion. We're going to put in place a motion, uh, and I'd like to hear those for and those against. Ending the stream right here. It's too much. Can you not survive it? Many of you are survivors of the sex trade industry. Many of you are survivors of the cringe wars, and you probably don't want to be put through these traumas and triggers again. So I will hear out your arguments in the chat room uh, while you guys debate that. I'll come back to the chat in a second. I do just want to say, if you'd like to support our show, you can do so by buying our merch over at potawful.shop. This is the Dark Future t-shirt, our brand new shirt. 
greatest design we've had to date. We've had many amazing designs. We've got the best merch of any podcast or any internet show or anything online, to be honest. I design them all. This shirt's covered in a million, a million little hidden Easter eggs, very funny things. So if you like what we're doing here, you want to support the show, we don't run ads. We don't have sponsors. Uh, The only way we do it is selling the merch and through the pizza fund. So Go grab a T-shirt. Podawful.shop is the link. Podawful.shop. Um, they say, uh, oh, it went down for somebody? Oh, I guess it went down for you guys. It's been fine on my end the entire time. I just did a commercial. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I was saying uh, if you want to, everybody's saying that it went down for them. It was completely fine on my end. There was nothing wrong on my end the whole time. That's very strange. Uh, OBS votes against. So we're still waiting. We're still waiting, I guess, on the uh, motion. They didn't hear the motion because the stream went down. So once again, if you would like us to end the stream, I am hearing those who would like to uh, put in place a motion. If anybody wants to second that, uh, I'm hearing your arguments for ending the surviving series. If you do not want to watch more of this, it is too much. It is too triggering for you. We will end it. And again, if you want to support the show, Get the new Pot Awful Dark Future t-shirt, potawful.shop. Sorry to have to repeat that, but most people missed it in the, uh, in the stream there. Okay, potawful.shop, our best design yet. Keep going, they're saying. Keep going. Hit me like a ugly, uh, what? Okay, I don't know what that means. Honestly, I'm laughing at the retardation more than cringing. I'm fine with it. Keep going. Okay. All right, sounds like most people want it to keep going. It was just a hiccup. If you have no friends, join the pizza fund. We're very nice, and some girls show cleavage on FNHG. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if ISIS turned up to the, con- to the convention. Second, is the show over? Why would you think the show is over? Are you retarded? Um, end it for the race, says Teddy. I would like to make a point of privilege, comrades. We're all white. We don't have valid opinions. That's a fair point. I guess I have to keep it going. I, that's, you've uh, moved me. The point of privilege has moved me. Uh, the motion to uh, continue passes. We're going to keep this going. Stop this shit and do an hour on Animorphs. I'm sorry. The motion is passed. Please do not interrupt. Podawful.shop if you'd like to get the shirt. Let's keep this going. No one should be forced to do this work against their will. Any kind of non-consensual sex work is not work, but slavery. We need to distinguish between the two, while also fighting against the real legacy of chattel slavery in the United States, which is mass incarceration. Sex workers are the best partners for fighting trafficking and supporting... Sex work decriminalization is also part of the broader movement towards prison abolition, which this body voted to endorse in 2017. Uphold Resolution 53. Thank you. Call the question. Thank you, comrade. Hold on a second. Just want to remind people that the motion that's currently on the floor is not... I saw earlier somebody say, what are they even debating right now? They don't know. That is the beautiful thing, is we have now spent 15 minutes debating something that the people debating it do not know what they're talking about yet. They don't even understand what's going on in their own meeting. It's beautiful. Resolution 53 itself, but it's the question of whether or not we should reconsider Resolution 53. So debate on your position of Resolution 53 will be in order if we take up that question. You asked for this to keep going. Okay, I've heard first... A motion to call the question. Is there a second? Point of privilege, okay. please. 
Point of privilege. <laughs> this line is filled with sex workers. Listen to them. If your convention is not a sex trade convention and this filled with sex workers, maybe you should be rethinking some things. Oh, I, I'm not even saying sex work is bad by saying that, by the way. I'm not giving my opinion on that. I'm just saying, is it a good thing for most of the women there to be involved in sex work, especially when you're saying that sex work often leads to these other horrible things? And is sex work even really that good of an idea in the patriarchy that you believe in? You are now commodifying your genitals, something, by the way, that you think is no business of other people. You're now making them a commodity for, let's face it, straight white men, mostly. And this is something they really don't get. They will bring up the straight... I'll, I'll save it until they bring it up. I do not believe that a, um, uh, someone identifying as a man should be the one to call the question. Since Here we go. It, immediately after I say that, here we fucking go. This is work that primarily uh, um, affects... Uh, uh, Femme, female identifying, uh, non-men folks. Non-men folks. They don't even know. The landmines, the fucking walking on eggshell. Non-men, femini, fem, femime. They don't even know. And are you really saying a man can't be a sex worker? Are you really saying that right now? Because I'll have you know, half of that audience are male, gay sex workers. The other half, the guys who buy them. Thank you. Okay. All right. A woman has called the question. Thank you very much. Connor. And they literally it had to wait for a woman to do it after that was said. This is really where we're at with things is now it's like, well, are you female or not? And by the way, that could have been a them, they saying that that could have been anybody could have said that they can't question it. So what is the point? It has been properly seconded. This is not a... Uh, I'm a woman. I second it. Okay, well then, thank you. Thank you for your feminized brave words, comrade. Debatable motion. It requires two-thirds uh, to be adopted. So again, all those in favor of calling the question and ending debate on the motion to reconsider Resolution 53, please raise your cards. Okay. All those opposed to ending debate, that passes. So we will now um, move to a vote on uh, the motion to reconsider Resolution 53. So all, everything leading up to right now has been a motion on whether or not to consider considering a motion. And now they have voted to consider it. So they are now considering it. I mean. Fuck, man. Actually, it's a fucking Russian doll okay. of consideration. Okay. So all those in favor of reconsidering... It's considerations all the way down, man. Resolution 53, at which point, if this passes, we would then immediately move into debate of that resolution. Please raise your voting cards. All those against... I'm surprised these guys are even able to lift their arms in the air. It must be very tiring for them. Reconsidering Resolution 53. 
that fails, we will not reconsider Resolution 53. They're snapping now. Okay, we will snap, now snap, 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 snap. move back to our agenda and take up the gay agenda, of course. Resolution 60, reassert our commitment to training and leadership development. Can I do a point of privilege? Oh! Yes, ma'am. Well, I totally... This is... All right. I want you to pay special attention to something here, okay? Because I'm not sure everybody's eyes and ears work the way mine do. All right? So I'm going to help you out here with something. Every... This is what you hate. So the reason this is entertaining, the, the reason you hate these people, here is what it is. I can boil it down for you why you hate these people. Every single thing they do is, what about me? Oh yeah, but have you considered me? It's all about me, me, me. And the irony of it is socialism is supposed to be about everyone, but that doesn't mean it should be about everybody in the way where you go, well, what about me and what about me and what about me and what about me and what about me? It should just be you worrying about everybody else. The only time you should worry about what, some, what your neighbor has is if they have enough in their bowl, you know, that sort of thing. But these people, it's selfish. It's just completely self-centered selfishness. And that is the entire thing. That's why every fucking two seconds, there's a new point of privilege. It's all about me. These words are triggering me. Everybody clapping is triggering me. Nobody else is fucking thinking that, but one guy now gets to dictate the room. And this is the world we live in now. It used to be, when I was a kid, it used to be that we were aware of this phenomenon of like the loudest voice is always this incredibly vocal minority. Because as we all know, minorities are very vocal. Just a joke. But we used to know that. And so when when the loudest guy would come after South Park and say, this show has to go off the air, it would be ignored because it would seem like they were very serious and they would act like they have a million moms agreeing. But in reality, we knew it was just one guy working at some Catholic organization who didn't like the fact that they had the Virgin Mary piss blood all over a character. So we said, okay, well, we get that you're offended, but you're one guy. And we're not going to change everything for you. You are marginal, and thus you will continue existing in the margins where you belong. I'm sorry. It sucks for you. I get it. But we can't reshape the world for every different shape. This is like when I had that episode about the, the fat lady wanting to ride a roller coaster ride, and she couldn't fit on it. And I said, well, guess what? A person with no arms and legs can't ride a roller coaster either because there's no way to keep them in the fucking seat. They got no limbs. But we can't design roller coasters for every single weird person. There's very few people with no arms and legs. Every guy out there named Bob, because you throw him in the water and he, you know. You can't account for that. But these guys... They have changed the dichotomy. The paradigm has shifted and they are now, it's now literally just, not only is it the vocal minority, it's like, let's make sure we give a microphone 
to the vocal minority. So every fucking point of privilege here is just me. Hey, me! Nobody talked about me! What about me? Let's stop the show for me. Pay attention. Watch this and watch everything now, by the way, through that lens if you didn't have it before, okay? I need you to have that lens on at all goddamn times. This is the world. And it's a combination of that and the other thing I always talk about, infantilism. These are all babies. These are all people who look at the world through Harry Potter goggles. So, of course, a bunch of babies saying, me, 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 things ain't going to be good for us normal-brained people. So, have that thought in mind when watching stuff like this, when interacting with people in real life, and ask yourself, is it worth it to give this person the time of day? Because all they want is that time of day. Point of privilege, hear that in your head every time somebody like this starts talking to you. Here, I want you to hear point of privilege and go, no, 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 thank you. Bye-bye. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. Bye-bye. Bye. Just get the fuck out of there. Really respect the courage um, the comrade had when they spoke about the trauma, I would like to ask people to please use trigger warnings. Thank you. Um, see, see, that's a, that's a, I, I need to police people. We haven't policed people enough. It's all about policing everybody else. It's cancel culture. It's make sure everybody else is doing something wrong. And if I point it out, I'm doing something right. Use your trigger warnings. Were you triggered, bitch? You dumb bitch. Were you triggered? Or did you just want to make sure that everybody knew how fucking woke you were? You dumb. I would ask the same. Okay, do we have a speaker um, to motivate Resolution 60? I recognize you. Hi, my name is Erica. You, you say them pronouns. I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. and I'm a See, that's a good thing. She said, I recognize you. Because the, the person talking right now is the thing on the left, on the left-hand side in the blue. And uh, that's an Erica. And Erica sounds like an Erica. But Erica don't look like an Erica. And Erica uses they, them pronouns. Okay, Erica. Co-author of Resolution 60, uh, which I like to call the member-led training resolution because it's a little shorter okay. than the, the long title of it. So this resolution leverages our collective knowledge, skills, and energy to develop and build members. It also provides direct material support, so money, infrastructure, um, to, for chapters to plan regional conferences. And chapters are already doing this work. So we have, we've had a lot of member-led regional conferences. We've had Rust Belt. We've had socialist feminist convergences in Philly and Iowa. We have the free school in Dubuque. We have Red State Conference in my state of Nebraska. <laughs> I recognize you, you ugly bitch. <laughs> um, so members are doing this and they're finding it really valuable. Um, let me see, I have my whole list of things now to get. Oh, uh, I'm sure you fucking uh, do. This also creates an open democratic national training team 
to help chapters develop training programs. And then it and gathered- by the way, this is a new person. We have not heard this person speak before, this Erica. I'm gonna, I, and I'm going to honor their they-them pronouns, their ch- chosen, their preferred pronouns. So I'm going to call them this person, they. We have not heard from Erica before. They have not spoken before, and yet here we are with another lisp. This is, I'm telling you, this is one lispy crowd. What is that? What is going on? You tell me. There's up all of this multi-tendency, member-developed training, and distributes it across the essay. So we all have access to this training. And lastly, uh, since I know there's concerns about money, uh, and the estimate on this uh, is quite high, uh, this saves us money. Um, it empowers members to lead training. I don't know if everybody knows this, but the regional pre-convention uh, conferences cost DSA about $250,000. On the other hand, our Red State Regional Conference had a budget of about 1100 um, So please vote in favor of this for member-led multi-tendency training across the SSA. Well, I like this. I Thank like you. this comment from uh, Matthew. Hang on a second. Let me pause this. I like this comment from Matthew in the chat room. He said, her voice is quaking. She doesn't believe in what she's saying. How could you? All of these people are living a lie. I, here's the thing. I don't think they have any form of detached irony, right? which is actually a life-saving thing in some cases, but it's probably leading to a severe form of irony poisoning and killing people on the other side of these guys. Like, the guys all... So I get, like, the mirror universe people of these guys would be, like, the alt-light, alt-right type guys, right? And uh, somewhere, somewhere in between there. And irony poisoning is killing people like that. Irony poisoning is killing me. But I think you have to have a certain amount of detached irony from some things. I think you have to be able to laugh at some things. I think this entire room is filled with people who have no irony inside them. They have no self-awareness, no, just nothing that would tell them that maybe some of this is a little bit silly. That said, they do not believe in this stuff truly because how could you? It is absurd on its face. You can't actually believe in this and function fully. And that's why their entire culture is call-out culture, cancel culture. That's why that girl did her point of privilege to tell everybody else to uh, do the trigger warnings. Because if they don't do that, then they're the one getting called out on it. And if they're the one getting called out on it, they'd have to defend themselves. And if they defended themselves... There's only one way to do it, and it's to point out the ridiculousness of all of this. So it's a defense mechanism to have that, because most of them, there's probably a few who are true blue believers, but most of them have at least some amount of awareness that this shit don't make sense. But some aspect of it is incredibly important to them for their incredibly selfish reason. So they've got to go with this. It's just all or nothing, you know? And that's the way a lot of people are with a lot of political bullshit. That's why political bullshit is bullshit. It's because you got to go along with a party of people that don't fucking agree with you. There's nobody out there who agrees on every fucking thing with you no matter what party they're in. But you'll sit there and nod your head because you had to go with the one for your favorite issue, okay? That's why all of this shit is disgusting, these guys just happen to be the most disgusting yet. 
All right, we have had a, a speaker in favor. Is there a speaker against? Yes. Uh, my name is Christian Hernandez. I'm an NPC candidate from DSA North Texas. An NPC candidate? Now, obviously, NPC does not mean to them what it must mean to us. I have to know what that is. I mean, how fucking funny is that? That they, <laughs> they have something they call an NPC candidate. I guarantee you there ain't a thought going on in the heads of any of these people. What the hell is an NPC candidate? <laughs> Um, why I'm speaking against this resolution is because I believe as a big tent multi-tenancy organization, we need a baseline of unity when it comes to organizer trainings and leadership development. Um, we have trainings that have been proven effective. Um, I myself am a product of that training. Um, and new chapters do not always have the capacity or the resource pool of people coming in as trained organizers. I come into DSA as an immigrant rights organizer, so I was able to bring that experience and that training to my chapter specifically. Um, so I've not only benefited from these national trainings, but I've helped develop these and think it's important we have trainings that aren't just white men. Um, like it may be in chapters that may be less geographically and demographically diverse. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our NPC candidate there. Thank you so much. Another speaker to speak for the motion. Uh, yes. My name is Kaiser, uh, Metro oh. DC. Uh, he, his. Kaiser. He, his pronouns. And she smiles and nods that, oh, your name is Kaiser. Okay, Kaiser, sure. Pronouns. Um, so I actually want to talk a little bit about like what this looks like. So there's two main principles behind the member-led training. It's to sustain, support, and spread the best work that chapters are doing by developing uh, members into trainers and developing the only way that's really possible for an organization of this size by using and taking advantage of our local context. Uh, I want to give a picture of what this actually looks like to, to, to help folks visualize. Uh, and I want to talk about, I'm in the Northern Virginia branch of Metro DC, and the Virginia Statewide Conference was my first major interaction with other comrades and other chapters outside of Metro DC. Okay, wow. I'm going to warn you, we're only 21 minutes into this. I thought we'd be deeper into this now. We're nearly an hour into the show. I'm going to warn you, there's a few good little nuggets that come up, but this is going to be boring for a little while. So let's bring it to a vote, comrades. Do we want a motion to end this? Have you survived it for long enough? Or do you want to keep surviving it? Let's bring it into a motion. And while we wait for those answers, let's listen to this. They read me what they hear on TV. That ain't thinking, that's the way they do it. Their brains ain't nothing and the speech ain't free. Now that ain't thinking, that's the way they do it. Let me tell you, these guys are dumb. Maybe get a headache from screaming Nazi. Maybe get a headache from Trump. We got to install human size ovens. Check marks are gonna scream. We got to remove automatons. We got to remove NPCs. Little faggy 
the nose ring and dress on. Yeah, buddy, you're a girl now. That little faggot got his own GoFundMe. That little faggot's holier than thou. We got to install human size ovens. Blue check marks are gonna scream. We got to remove automatons. We got to remove NPCs. Silly, silly. are in and i will say this most of them and i can't believe this most of them were for continuing to survive it you guys seem to be liking this i'm shocked i'm shocked i saw a few motions to end it all and to uh just kill ourselves but most people want it to keep going and i worry it's just because of my nice commentary over top of it maybe i'll be a little bit more quiet now let's see let's see if you can really take it i really want to hear what comrade kaiser has to say remember you voted for this emotion carries and it was incredible. Uh, we got to learn what comrades are dealing with in very different circumstances. We, we're talking about anti-fascist resistance with uh, comrades from Charlottesville and, D, Charlottesville and D.C. We were talking about the effects of le the legacy of housing discrimination in Richmond and the challenge of organizing across wide geographies in Augusta County and uh, Tidewater. Uh, we shared how we put together migrant justice direct actions in D.C. and Virginia and Northern Virginia and learned from YDSA chapters about how they're pressuring their school, uh, school administrations. Um, and actually, for the Mid-Atlantic pre-conference that we had, that was organized by DSA National. Okay, hang on a second. The best aspects of those, of those were the Guys, ones that... Guys, point of privilege real quick. I see in the chat room a lot of people are clapping for the fact that we kept going. Um, that is very triggering for me, and I, as you know, I do get sensory overload. I have full-blown gay autism. So if you could keep it to at most a snap, but I would actually prefer jazz hands in the chat room, thank you so much. It is... Very sickening. Resembled most the uh, Virginia statewide conference where we we're sharing that information with one another. Uh, there are some great skills that we have across the org, and this has been the most effective vehicle I've ever seen for actually getting those skills shared among people. I didn't even consider myself somebody who was knowledgeable on things that I've been working on for two, three years until people started pressuring me and saying, no, you can actually do this. You can actually write on this. Uh, we've been fighting Amazon in Northern Virginia, and I didn't even think of myself as an expert on it until somebody at these trainings told me about this. These are a great way. and. and an organization this size, we have hundreds of chapters, hundreds of things we're dealing with. The only way we can really use that as a source of... <laughs> In the chat room, the greater good says, Jesse could run commentary on detuned static and make it watchable. That's why Pot Awful is the best show on the internet. That said, kill this shit, it's awful. <laughs> Strength is if we use, if we see this as a source of advantage and develop members into trainers and adapt to the local context. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, I just want to pause for a moment. We've had a speaker for, but I see a comrade at our, uh, okay, they're, they're waving now, okay. So I thought something Point was interruptible. Privilege. Point of personal privilege. Up. Oh, somebody stopped speaking, so now it's time for another point of personal privilege. <laughs> Um, we will recognize the comrade by doing our typical Go ahead. Um, Cassandra, she, her from Metro DC. Ah, uh, yes, Cassandra. She, she her. her. 
Yes, I'm sure Cassandra. They don't even have to try anymore, man. I mean, listen to this voice. Um, people are really crowding the aisles. Okay. Uh, it'd be really nice if we could get if we could limit it to like six people for and six people against mm-hmm. um, actually standing up so that we can actually see what's going on in the room. Thank you, comrade. So um, a little bit of policing, a little bit of policing. Thanks, Cassandra. Thanks, Cassandra. Hey, and by the way, point of personal privilege. It'd be really nice if everyone used their actual pronouns. Oh, you don't like that? Agree. Also helpful if you kneel. Also helpful if you just really hug one side tightly and say. Um, that's actually very triggering for you as a fat woman to say that. Move to the, squish into the middle. That way if somebody needs to get through the aisle, um, they can. Thank you. Okay, so we've had a speaker um, for, a speaker against. Hi there, Michelle Fessler, she, her, Snohomish County DSA. I'm a member of the Bread and Roses Caucus. Snowco is a small but mighty chapter of 20 to 30. If you don't know, their symbol is a rose. So whenever you see the people on Twitter who have a rose emoji in their name, they're DSA people. You probably didn't even know. A lot of you guys I don't think even know about the DSA. So just in case, they've been hiding under uh, your nose in plain sight the entire time. ...and very tired comrades. That is why I'm speaking against this resolution and am in favor of Resolution 84. I'm worried that the implications of this resolution would shift, shift away from the training structures National has started implementing, which have been so helpful for my chapter. Instead, this resolution would put the onus on us to lead our own trainings, which, frankly, we do not have the bandwidth for. Frankly! The regional leadership training in Tacoma was a pivotal moment for my chapter. It gave us an opportunity to learn from experienced organizers, make connections with comrades who gave us continued... The Democratic Upspeak Convention. I told you, everybody, you're going to... Imagine these people being in charge. Um, actually... <laughs> on the world stage with the other world leaders. You know, the, I mean, this is the person who has to go up against Putin, I, ironically. Uh, if, if they were to have their way, it would be somebody with this voice going up at the UN and all these different things, go, having to go to North Korea to solve nuclear <laughs> denuclearization. Um. It would actually be very cool of you and, like, totally less fucked up if you didn't, like, have nukes, Kim. And, by the way, having the name Kim as a male-presenting person is very triggering. Point of privilege. Thank you. ...need support long after the training and give us the skills and confidence to launch our Medicare for All campaign. Our members have put a lot of energy behind our Medicare for All campaign. Someone stuff her in a locker like an 80s bully. Incredibly receptive to our issue, to our issue-based campaign. Working on a national DSA campaign means a lot to our members, and we can tell we're making a difference locally. We need to continue to support nationals' training structures and give other small chapters like mine the opportunity to benefit from them. A strong national infrastructure begets strong locals and strong Baguettes. small chapters. So please vote she no on resolution bread and, roses. and yes on resolution 84. Thank Baguettes. you. Uh, can I call the question, please? Okay, so the question has been called. Is there a second? Second. Okay. Second! <laughs> Thanks, Cassandra. It is not debatable. So now we will move uh, uh, to debate whether to end debate. Um, so all those in favor of closing debate on Resolution 60, please raise your placards. All those opposed to ending debate, 
That motion fails, so we will continue to debate. A speaker for. Thank you, Madam Chair. My name is Yessie. This is, this is the, whoa, her name is Yessie? Is that what she just said? That's what Sticky Hooves calls me. Uh, Bobby Jones says, this is the result of eliminating bullying. Exactly. Which is why Podawful is so important to the internet. We're trying to bring it back. We're trying to keep these guys at least a little bit in check. At, at the very least, a nice little vestige of sanity for the rest of us. But yes, exactly. Exactly. All those opposed to ending debate, that motion fails. So we will continue to debate. A speaker for. Thank you, Madam Chair. My name is Yessie. Uh, my pronouns are they, them. And Whoa, now, hang on a second. My pronouns are not they, them. My pronouns are he, he, and him, him, and his, his. I'm double masculine. I'm part of uh, the San Diego chapter. Um, I am uh, very much yes, in support of Resolution 60 because I believe um, it is critical to fostering the, um, the lessons of uh, our true multi-tendency uh, uh, big tent organization. Um, I've been an organizer for over 13 years, well before DSA, and one of the critical uh, lessons I've taken from organizing is uh, facilitating leadership rather than uh, issuing kind of a top-down, uh, uh, more uh, pedantic structure. Um, I think that... Um, Wouldn't it be great if she just vomited in the middle of talking? Um, hi, my name is Yessie, and I believe that... <laughs> Resolution 60 is, again, critical for that. It uh, creates um, accessible ways and means of chapters communicating and fostering their own growth. And it also provides uh, tactical and functional training that uh, chapters can utilize for uh, their specific needs. Um, so I urge everyone to uh, vote yes on resolution, resolution 60. Thank you. Okay, we've had a speaker four. I do see someone at the points mic, which is interruptible. Oh, Go ahead, comrade. Christ. Point of privilege. Um, I also um, ask that... Oh, here's uh, Cassandra again. There's Cassandra's beautiful feminine voice. Um, the safety considerations that were mentioned earlier by the comrade of having the aisles filled with people. That was you. That was you who said that. This is the same fella. Uh, I was trying to use a gender neutral word. <laughs> Came out with fella. This is the same comrade from before, referring to it as if this isn't the same comrade from before. Be respected. Uh, crouching down does nothing to alleviate those safety considerations. So let's please respect, um, you know, the the issues that were raised earlier. Okay. Um, so let's see. I'm going to count them. I think six is reasonable. Uh, we. This is a great question, but we don't want to spend all day on it because that means we can't debate other questions. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and after six, please return to your seats. Thank you. I'm surprised they don't have a problem with her pointing. That seems like a lot of, of aggression right there. Uh, we've had a speaker for. Is there a speaker against? Hey, what's up, y'all? Curtis with Miami DSA. He's... <laughs> Hey, y'all, what's up, y'all? Just want to say we're doing a promotion at the club, bottle service all night long. It's Curtis, y'all, from DSA, Miami. Uh, come on out. We're going to have uh, – it's going to be a bubble night at the club. Him, his. Going to be uh, Bath and Body Works night. 
A uh, little bit about my background. So I developed training for four years as organizing director with Dream Defenders. I have a role right now with our national CWA uh, political training. And y'all, this shit's hard. <laughs> Damn, y'all. We're having like a tough-ass time with this shit, y'all. Uh, curriculum development. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Yes. We could this hear him the whole time. Stuff is hard, right? Uh, we need a team of folks who have the organizing experience on the ground, been through the campaigns, not only know how to lead the classroom, but how we handle it in the field, right? And uh, I, I am incredibly impressed with our leadership here in DSA, the training development that has already happened. And my core issue with this resolution is, there's kind of like a mistrust of staff thing in there, where it's like, we're gonna build a new member committee and like staff is gonna be like ex officio members. Like, I don't understand why we would do that when we already have a training development program that has brought a lot of folks into the organization, that has trained up a lot of people, and, and just like the capacity issues I brought up, right? We need folks that can dedicate full staff time to developing this stuff, putting it into practice, going folks. into the field to the locals to work with our folks, right? Train them up as trainers. Uh, and to have that campaign experience, so I encourage everybody. Imagine a guy like this, talking like this, trying to navigate your pronouns. Everybody to vote against this, let's continue to build on what we already have. We don't need to jam the whole thing up. Thank you. Damn, son or daughter. All right, we've just had a speaker against. Is there a speaker for? Hi, uh, my name is Tani Tidwell. My pronouns are she, her, and I am... I would fucking hope. I'm from the New York City branch of DSA. Of course you are. Uh, I agree that we should have national trainers, and this resolution actually doesn't interfere with that at all. Uh, this is more of like an Ella Baker, each one, teach one. Um, I think that everyone in this room has valuable skills that they could transfer to their comrades through a simple PowerPoint presentation. All kinds of things could go on. Um, like Erica was talking about the Red State Conference. Um, I don't think that... Everything has to come from staff time. I think that we are all very capable organizers, and I trust everyone in this room to have the skills to teach someone else something. This resolution essentially just provides for that, in addition to the uh, national trainer's time and all of the things that National is doing uh, well right now. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Dad's Google history. Call the question. Okay, there's been a motion to call the question. Is it seconded? Second. It has been properly seconded. So the question that's before the convention now is whether to end debate on resolution 60. All those in favor of closing debate, please raise your placards. Okay. All those opposed to ending debate, uh, the motion passes. So we will now uh, move to a vote on resolution 60. All those uh, um, in favor of adopting Resolution 60, reasserting our commitment to training and leadership development. Please raise your placards. Okay. Lower them, please. Thank you. Um, all those opposed to adopting Resolution 60, that resolution fails. Uh, we snap, will now snap, take snap, snap, snap. Resolution 84, Socialist... Oh, I see in the chat room somebody says, okay, end it now, y'all. <laughs> Do we want to bring this? Does somebody want to do a point of privilege, bring this to the floor to us? Uh, Organizers training, but I do see someone um, at the point mic. I Go think ahead, I'm comrade. the one dying the most. Point of personal privilege. Oh, my God. No. Snuffleupagus, please. We get it. You, you, you. Drew Marie, they, them, there's Metro DC. Um, can we please? They, them, there. Please use. I'm actually a multitude. Comrade as an honorific and not sir or ma'am to some in... 
Absolutely. I apologize. Thank you. <sighs> okay. Is there... I didn't even hear them say sir or ma'am. Is that? Did that even actually happen? Or is this person just... I need to say my thing now. Uh, speaker to motivate Resolution 84 Socialist Organizers Training. We had a second to the motion. and Okay, here we go. We have had a second to the motion, so we will uh, hear it out. Hear you out, uh, the fours and the against, when it comes to whether or not we should end this stream. It is horrifying. I do want to die. It is now up to you on whether or not this passes. Vote now on the motion. We got to install human-sized ovens. Blue check marks are gonna spread. We got to remove automatons. We got to remove NPCs. I shouldn't learn to notice patterns. I shouldn't learn all these hate facts. Look at that robot, she got a Planned Parenthood abortion. Man, they don't know how to act. And he's up there, what's that? Shotgun noises taking SSRIs for a shooting spree. That ain't thinking, that's the way you do it. Your brains ain't nothing and your speech ain't free. We got to install human size ovens. Blue check marks are gonna scream. We got to remove automatons. We got to remove NPCs. Statistics hate statistics. Okay, listen here. Now that ain't thinking. That's the way they do it. Of course, the motions pass with a two-thirds majority, and unfortunately, now that ain't thinking. There was a two-thirds majority. The motion passes. We continue watching the stream. I hate you guys. I truly do hate you. This was supposed to be punishment for you, not for me. And now I'm the one suffering. So thank you. Okay. Yeah, your brains ain't. We'll uh, we'll keep it going. Hi everyone, Mikeiko James from Los Angeles. She her pronouns. I just want to motivate. Resolution 84, because now is our time to come together and we need a baseline of understanding how we organize as an organization. Together, we are a force to be reckoned with. And if we are not speaking the same language and uniting and at least the language that where we understand why we are all in this room collectively. A force to be reckoned with? I mean, what is it? The uh, weak nuclear force? Fucking hell, man. You, you, I mean, this is a shitty fucking force. I'm pretty sure I could take on this entire room single-handedly. I feel like if I just put my arms out and spin, I could just knock every single person out cold. We will not be able to carry forth all of these amazing things that we're happen making happen this weekend. Um, as a member of the NPC slate with Socialist Majority... NPC? Again with the NPC? Are you kidding me? Uh, what is this NPC thing? What, somebody tell me what it stands for. Ivan, we get it. MDE never dies. What is your fucking point, dude? And your speech ain't free. It did die. I don't know if you know this. And your speech ain't free. 
I mean, Jesus Christ. What is this NPC thing? I got to know what they think that stands for. I believe in the critical work that centers socialist feminism and Afro-socialism and racial equity. And the training programs thus far have really centered this work in a critical way for me and my personal political development. And so I strongly encourage everyone to help us continue this really important national, nationally-based work that brings us together in unity and helps us understand how we, can, we are going to carry DSA forward for the rest of the win. <laughs> At this point in time, I see no one to stand and speak against. Is there a speaker uh, opposed to this resolution? Okay, go ahead, comrade. I think um, I'm not speaking solely against so much as point... Uh, oh, do sorry, your yeah. pronouns. Hi, Isaac, uh, he, him, Cleveland. There you go. Uh, DSA. Thank you. I think there's a, a, a basic problem uh, with this model, and I think it's unfortunate after um, Afro-socialism, after the previous, yeah, pre- right. previous resolution, because I think a lot of the way this is sort of modeled is off of labor movement experience, but DSA is actually not a union, and the organizational structure is not a union, and it doesn't really take Oh, into- apparently NPC for them is National Political Committee. Okay, they, they don't realize how fucking stupid that makes them sound now. Like, why wouldn't you just rearrange that a little bit? How about a political national committee? You call it a PNC. No one would think twice about it. Work the same way. No pronoun chastising NPC. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know what I think NPC stands for. Um, we found, in Cleveland at least, and a lot of the Ohio chapters that I know, maybe not all, and I can't speak for everyone, that a lot of the trainings that we've gotten from national have been really unhelpful. They're cookie-cutter they don't speak to our specific circumstances or issues. But everything that we've gotten from, especially the Rust Belt Conference, the Rust Belt Conference, where we got training from members, experienced organizers from other chapters, jump-started us. Our recent victory in Cleveland on, on lead poisoning, forcing the city, was built off of the trainings that we got there. And this is not anything against national staff, and I do think it's very important to have national trainers but without that model, we would never have gotten where we did. And I think it's really unfortunate that a lot of the discussion of the previous amendment, or the previous uh, resolution, was incredibly distortive. And, and honestly, near, basically dishonest about what it was approaching. They would replace the old system that you wouldn't have experienced organizers. It would actually be just institutionalizing that at a national level so that it could properly be organized. You voted so for this. Them. Instead, if we have organizers just parachuted in from other parts of the country, we're just going to keep doing what we were doing. We're going to do what's effective for our chapters. And that, because that's the only thing we can do. Thank you. I see someone at the points mic. Hi, Lou Sheramonte, uh, DSA Santa Cruz, he, him pronouns. Uh, I just have a question. In the cost estimate, it says no additional costs. But what are the current costs of this program? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to let debate continue while Uh-oh. I try to pull that up. Uh-oh, um, money. Uh-oh, a question on money and where it's going to and how much it is. Hmm. Uh-oh, why don't we just skirt this under the rug for a little bit? Uh-oh. That I can. Uh, it's just going to take me a moment or two. It's going to take her a little um, while. So otherwise, Fi- Figure out those numbers. That's going to be tough. I'm going to return back to debate a speaker for. 
Sure. Bianca Cunningham, um, NYCDSA, Afro-Socialist Caucus, she, they. She says Afro-Socialist, and they put their hand, they do jazz hands for Afro-Socialist. Not even black people doing it. Afro-Socialist, oh my God. Oh, thank God. Thank God for the black people being in on this with us. Pronouns. Um, I'm speaking as somebody who has been a part of the training and development team since um, the revitalization of DSA. I can say that it's allowed for people to come together and share best practices for people to really uh, like encourage relationships with comrades. By the way, any black girl with this voice, I know a million black girls with this voice, they ain't that black, okay? <laughs> you get, this is like a half-row socialist right here, if you catch my drift. And more importantly, in June... 130 uh, socialists of color and black socialists from around the country came together in New Orleans. As a Can I get one single solitary troll at the mic, please? Uh, no, there are no trolls here. And, I, and I'm telling you, if one got in, it would have been havoc. It, they would have ended the entire thing. They would have gone, I'm sorry, guys, it was too triggering. We're not even having a convention this year. The result of this training program that we're trying to just uh, keep intact. More lisps. Yeah, you're right. She's lisping. Um, it was incredibly effective. It was incredibly productive that weekend. And I don't see, I, I don't trust that uh, these types of things are a priority when I look at resolutions like what the gentleman was just talking about. Um, I want to make sure that Hands oppressed up, don't people shoot. are always, 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 their voices are heard in trainings, that we're centering their experiences. And in order to do that, we need to have a line. Part of the problem right now in this organization is that we don't have a line on race. We don't have a line on these things. And so we make ourselves easy to targets for our opponents and i think that having keeping trainings like these and continuing to develop with them develop them uh and adapt them to conditions on the ground and work with more people will ensure that we are able to develop a line on these things and that we do have uh, a consensus around what's uh being the, you know what the ja the jazz hands thing is funny too because that is just another extension of this me 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 thing because look at the way they do it it's never most of the audience doing it. It's always just like five people, five people, sometimes just one guy doing it because it ain't about, it's not the same reason. See, they do it as if it's in place of clapping. But have you ever heard in a convention, have you ever heard just three people clapping? Yeah. That only happens at like a comedy club when someone mentions like a random state like Wisconsin and the three people from Wisconsin in the club go, yeah. And then, of course, it, everyone laughs at that because it's ridiculous. Like nobody was talking to you. It's not about you. But here, everything's about me, me, me. So this is something I agree with. I need everyone to know. I agree with this. This is me, jazz hands. It's the exact same thing. It really is. Usually, if there's clapping, it's like everybody clapping, right? Or at least half the people clapping. It's never three guys. Shared. Point of inquiry. Sure, go ahead. Um, I know that uh, resolution <laughs> oh, in the chat room, Kyle says, Wisconsin, yeah! <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Wisconsin. Wow. Okay. Is already been didn't realize Wisconsin was in the house. Okay. Uh, shot down, but in while while in debate of resolution sixty, the uh, resolution eighty four was referenced, mm -hmm. and I was wondering if that 
is something that is allowable? Technically, I would ask that speakers please. Um, wow, you know, policing keep their as much as possible. Policing again. The They're session. policing again. I don't know if I can keep doing it, guys. This is getting bad. Thank you. Um, I want to return for a moment to the previous point of information that was asked on the floor about how much we are currently spending on leadership trainings. Um, I have a somewhat imperfect answer. I'm quoting from information about the DSA budget analysis that's actually in your convention program, I believe. Um, in the last two years, we have spent $380,875 on conferences, both for DSA and- 380000 some dollars on conferences. Wh I mean, why? For what? For these smelly idiots to do? I, where is that money fucking going? How much did it cost to rent out this fucking little uh, school auditorium you guys are in? YDSA, including all of our leadership trainings for chapter, our regional leadership trainings for chapters. That number is imperfect because, of course, it includes the YDSA. Oh, Wisconsin! Um, don't necessarily fall into this same umbrella, um, but. Three hundred and eighty thousand uh, dollars for the last two years is within the ballpark. Um, three hundred. So two years, three hundred eighty thousand dollars. That's crazy. That is crazy. And I see another comrade at the points mic. A point of personal privilege. And where are they getting that money? Uh oh, wait. Now this voice. You just heard that voice. Is this a male, a female, or a them? There this. Again, uh, same one as before. Uh, could we please keep the number of people at the mics to six to keep the aisles clear? Well, that answers that. It's a they, them. Thank you. Okay, so we have one, Policing. two, three, four, five. Police them. So after the comrade who is kneeling, I'd ask that you please um, be seated. Thank you. Okay, um, we've had, I believe, a speaker for and now a speaker against. Hi, I'm Kobe. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm from Pittsburgh. Ladies and gentlemen, a little boy. A little boy has joined the uh, DSA. Check it out. Harry Potter. Kobe is, uh, they're letting a little kid talk. Why not? Um, I think this resolution doesn't take into account local need. I think it's really urban-centric. Um, I think that this is not tailored. Uh, I think when you say that you're going to make consistent, consistent implementation, that doesn't take into account each chapter's individual need. Like the comrade that was speaking before me, we all have different tactics depending on the city that we're in, the kind of how rural, how urban, and we need that tailored to us. We need to understand what we need to do to to gather power, to make an effect. Um, hi, Covey. I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, I use they, them pronouns, and my, uh, my house is Slytherin. So just can't you imagine? Like, I guarantee, give it two years, and every time they get up to the microphone, they got to announce if they're Hufflepuff or not. I guarantee it. Um, and I, I just want to push more for less top-down, more bottoms-up. The locals yeah, I'm know sure. what they need. We know what we need. And the Rust Belt Convention, which I was a part of, we were able to talk about what was, what was relevant to the Rust Belt, what was relevant to Appalachia, how to deal with lead poisoning, what's working for labor, what's working for housing. And we need to talk about this um, for us. This is for us at a local level. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honestly, the only thing I'm I shocked see a comrade. by... 
I see a comrade at the points, Mike, of course. Lots of comrades at the fucking points, Mikes, huh? The only thing I'm shocked by looking at this is that it's not a sea of wild-colored hair. You know, pinks and greens and blues and things like that. I mean, there are some in there, obviously. But I can't believe they're not just all rainbow unicorn-haired freaks. I'm going to refer to you as comrade calls the question. Fantastic. Can I call the question? (laughs) Yes, you may, sir. Okay, hey, some humanity and all. Okay, finally, a little humor. A little bit of pointing out how silly these people are. Okay, that's fine. They, okay, good, good. Excuse me, comrade. Oh, uh-oh. She slipped. Uh, uh-oh. Yes, you may, sir. Yes, you may, sir. Uh-oh. Quick, quick, you just stepped on a landmine. Uh-oh, they're going to notice. Excuse me, comrade. Uh, excuse me, comrade. And because they're in this moment of humor, she rolls her eyes at, at correcting herself. Because that she's finally pointing out how silly this all is, even that is now silly. There it is. There's the cracks. There's the light shining through. Um, There's the chink in the armor. Uh, I'm sorry. I should have saved that for the uh, stream with the Asian lady. <laughs> Is the motion to call the question uh, seconded? Okay. The motion to call the question has been moved. Um, actually, I didn't say sir. I said sir. I said sir. Moved and properly seconded. Um, this motion would end uh, debate on resolution number 84. All those in favor of closing debate, please raise your placards. Okay. All those opposed to ending debate, uh, the motion passes. So we will now vote on the main motion, which is uh, Resolution 84, Socialist Organizers Training. All those in favor of adopting Resolution 84, please raise your placards. All those opposed? The resolution carries. We will now move on to resolution number two, creating the DSA National Growth and Development Committee. Is there a speaker to motivate this resolution? <sighs> Bah, you guys hear that? Somebody's just like breathing into the microphone already. Bah, bah, sorry, I waddled all the way up here. Bah. Well, talk. Where are you? You lunatic. You're breathing po- into the mic. A point of, I don't know if this is parliamentary inquiry or personal privilege. Um, a point of order. Can you tell me what was the, what were the counts when you did uh, when, when you counted for uh, ending debate, what was the count? It's a two-thirds, and no. it was... It's a, it's a... Ending debate requires a two-thirds majority. Did you see two-thirds of the... Yes, I did. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's, like, trying to call in the question, because it was close. It looked re- really close on that last vote. Even I was sitting there going, I don't know you could just say that by eyeballing the audience. So he's calling her out on it. Okay, that's fine. And then he says, but did you see that? Yes, I did. Okay, Bye. Okay, thank you, lady. Thank you, mommy. Bye-bye. I take that as the answer. Bye-bye. You can't, these guys can't stand up for themselves. They can barely stand up. Okay, can I go? Yes, you may. Hi, comrades. Uh, Nat Steele, she, her, are they, them? Wow. (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. Okay, so Nat Steele over here on the left. She, her, they, them, all of them. She, her, and they, them. Wow, you can just be both now. And uh, 
just no effort put into this one. You don't even. So I could go in there. I could go in there, and as long as I'm wearing a tank top, I could just say, hi, guys, she, her. So uh, obviously I get to speak on all the lady issues tonight. Um, just uh, wanted to let you guys know, I think that our next motion should be uh, that we outlaw abortion forever. I think we should all be behind that. Uh, obviously I get to say that. I'm a she, her. You can't question that. From Metro DC, DSA, and I'm a member of the Collective Power Network. What's up, y'all? Um, I'm here to speak today on creating the National DSA Growth and Development Committee, a.k.a. DSA 100K. What's up? Um, so, uh, yeah, This is a lady. Please have some respect. I want to talk a little bit about my experience as an organizer of color, as an organizer who stands at the intersection of multiple um, marginalized identities. I mean, at the intersection of, okay, you're of color. I'll give you that one. You chose the other one, though. So you ain't at no intersection because you got the fucking green light to go, my dude. <laughs> You're not stuck in the intersection. There's, uh, the traffic is clear as day. It's clear for miles. Take the fucking turn and go. Actually, make a fucking U-turn and go back. In this organization, we hear a lot about how DSA is too white, too male, too upper middle class, too college educated. In short... How we do not represent. So they keep bringing this up. We keep hearing how the DSA is too white, too male, too obviously the fucking majority of America. If you're going to be the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, and if the DSA is going to accept everybody, then guess the fuck what, dude? Your majority is going to be America's majority now if you were an all black club and the majority was white guys you'd have a problem these people literally do not understand the basics of statistics the basics of numbers they don't know what the word majority and the word minority mean they think minority is just a bad word and that majority is a bad word to them that's it that's it they can't fucking put the math together there could never be a non white male majority dsa unless you stop allowing white male members to join and if you did that you would never have the collective bargaining power that you need they will literally say at some point in this stream maybe they already did and i missed it that they don't hear and it might be this pretty lady who says it that they don't have a that that the majority of workers of working class people are non-white and we should hear more from them bitch are you retarded you think the majority of workers in america of the workforce in america is non-white I know you guys are dwindling down our numbers in your Kalergi plan-like ways, but you ain't there yet. We're still over 60%, okay? Maybe even a little less than that at this point. It's still over 50. That's still majority. Do you not fucking get that? Do you really think most of the white people out there are just sitting back on their laurels, not working, they just don't... The, I'll tell you what. You want to look at the, the 
the the most not working people in America, they're all in this fucking room. Every fucking color of them is in this room. So if there's mostly white guys in there, yeah, these are the ones not working. You're all living off of the wage slaves of your parents' labor. You dipshit. Maybe if you weren't so concerned about which tank top will turn you trans, you'd be aware of such obvious fucking things. Present the diversity of the real and existing working class. I think these things are very true. I notice it. See, I've already seen this. There it is. All the time. However, what I hear less of, and what I would like to hear more of, is solutions, right? We can't just talk about the problems. We have to do something about them. So what this resolution does, and I will talk about it very briefly, it creates a committee called the National Growth and Development Committee. That committee has as its goal to bring DSA to 100,000 members by 2021, recruiting prioritized for marginalized identities, and doing a leadership development. Act- Good fucking luck idiot because of your identities of your intersection of identities one of them is less than one percent of the fucking country you idiot all of them are less than 15 percent of the country okay all of them any identity you identify as it's less than fucking nothing, basically. Active and proactive leadership development from comrades of those marginalized identities. Good we can't luck. just organize in solidarity with a working class that we are not a part of. We are all working class in this room, but we need to reflect the entire work. Bullshit. Bullshit. Sex workers ain't fucking working class. That ain't a job. You don't have a job. You commit crimes. You idiot. That's the only job I've even heard about. The, what a, what a, name one job you've heard about in this entire thing. That, that's the point of socialists. Remember, their whole thing is the, is the, uh, the, 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 the labor controls the means of production, right? That's their whole fucking deal. The workforce is their whole fucking deal. Beyond points of privilege... Have you heard anything about jobs? The only one I've heard is quote-unquote sex work, and that ain't work. It ain't work. Maybe one day. Look, if it, were, if it was legal, fine. I still wouldn't count you amongst the ranks of the working class. But okay, at least it's a job, I guess, at that point. But right now, that's like saying, yeah, my job is uh, smoking weed. I smoke weed for a living. Yeah, I, I pretty much smoke weed. Um, hi, I'm here to represent the uh, drug dealers of America. We're part of the uh, the DDA. So, as part of the workforce, working class, CPN believes that a mass organization of the entire working class is what DSA needs to build. To do that, we have to create this resolution. The committee alone is not going to fix the problem, but it's the first step to tackling all of the little organizing challenges. All right, Ivan got me. He says a blowjob is still a job. It's in the name, bigot. Okay, well then, they've all got a job for sure because they're all definitely doing blowjobs. All the guys have a job because you can give a hand job to yourself. So they're, I guess they're uh, self-employed. That we're going to have along this way. So Hope they're filing quarterly. So I really urge everyone to vote 
for this resolution to create this committee to start us on that process of becoming an organization that is representative of the actual diversity of the actual working class. Thank you. The actual diversity of the actual working class, meaning... You know, when you say actual working class, that means you're putting caveats in there and you get to invent your caveats. So to him, a white guy working the same job as a black guy, that ain't the working class. Sorry. White guy has privilege, so he's not working class. He's got money. He's just got magic money that we don't know about. A speaker against? Hey, y'all. Kate Sheher, Austin DSA. Um, DSA, 100K, I'm totally in support of that. I love it. Um, My concern with this resolution is that I feel like it adds um, process and procedure uh, without like a a very laid out like strategy of how to get there. It's it's adding reports, but it it isn't necessarily um, showing the path. I, I feel like the path- She's so, this is a white girl. She is so concerned to have to say that against the black trans feller uh, that it's killing her right and that's why she keeps going i love it okay i love it i love it i do no it's great but and by the way all the crowd is hearing is that but are you really going to speak against this brave comrade well, I, but again, I agree. <laughs> eggshells, eggshells, eggshells. Here's my point of privilege. I can't fucking do this anymore, okay? I can't, you guys survived. I can't survive this. I already had to watch this one time. I watched this to see if this was something. I thought, you know what? There's some stuff in here. We could do this. I got stuff to say about this. We can do it. I can't watch it again. It's unfair. All the other survivings, I never watched them ahead of time. I always go into those cold. This is my second time through, so of course you guys can handle it. I can't. My point of privilege, we're fucking ending it here. I can't do it anymore. No more goddamn jazz hands. We applaud in this motherfucker. That's it. I can't do it. And your speech ain't free. I can't do it. Your brain ain't nothing. And your speech ain't free. Brains nothing. Speech not free. Alright, that's the show, guys. If you want to support the show, grab the new Dark Future t-shirt. t-shirt over at podawful.shop and of course join the pizza fund podawful.pizza got many levels to choose from we built our own Patreon we don't run ads we don't have sponsors we have no masters we're fully fan funded and you can be a part of the laughs I get to have every single time somebody says I live in my parents basement and I must uh, I must be a piece of shit because I, <laughs> what's wrong with you is how I ended that song. Yeah, uh, every time somebody says, oh, you've only got 7,000 subscribers, you live in your parents' basement, I get to laugh and laugh and laugh because this year I moved into an entire, these socialists would hate me. I moved into an entirely new tax bracket thanks to the pizza fund. Uh, I've never, 
I've never made more money. It's it's crazy what you can do with 7,000 subscribers. Now, that said, I ain't rich. So if you want to see more stuff, if you want the show to get bigger and better and cooler, and you want to be a part of those laughs, join the Pizza Fund. Uh, Wednesday nights, we do $12 episodes. Friday nights, we do $6 episodes. And there's even a $1 level to choose from. Go check it out. Potawful.pizza. That's the show. Thank you so much. I didn't survive. You guys are better comrades than me. So I'll see you on Wednesday in the Pizza Fund. And until next time, have an awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza Fund. Potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com.